great to be in the house this morning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness today, Father. We thank you for 2021, Father. We thank you, Father, that uh, despite the year that we've had, we know that you're still in control. We know, Father, that uh, you're still directing our footsteps, Father. Lord, that you're still guiding us, Lord. We thank you for that, Father, that you have never changed. You've always been the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. We thank you for that, Father. And Lord, we just pray for your word this morning, Father, that our hearts will be open to receive your word. Father, we've prepared. We ask now your Holy Spirit, Father, we just do the rest, Lord. Father, just move across this place this morning. Let your presence touch every heart today, Father. Let every heart be open to receive your word, Father, to receive your direction, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, creative team. Done an incredible job. Thank you. Don't they deserve a round of applause again? I think so. Thank you very much. Well, here we are in 2021, and what a year it's been. And uh, I know Peter King will love me saying it's been an unprecedented year of using the word unprecedented. (laughs) But uh, at midnight 2020, we're looking forward to not only starting a new year, but also a new decade. As we entered, entered 2020, some of us felt as though it was a time to look with 2020's spiritual vision to what God was leading us into for the next 10 years. By March, that had all changed. COVID-19 had hit, and uh, my mother-in-law in England was locked up. They finally locked my mother-in-law up, <laughs> but she loves me. And I keep reminding her I'm her favourite son-in-law, but she keeps reminding me I'm her only son-in-law. So she's got no choice. See, COVID-19 hit and 2020, it was like 2020 was put on hold. As we approached midnight on December the 1st, 2020, we just wanted 2020 to be behind us and 2021 to, to be ahead of us. We wanted to move forward. We wanted to start afresh. We wanted to press the reset button and start a brand new year and commence a new beginning. And this morning I want to preach a message that I've entitled A New Beginning. The start of a new year for many of us is that new beginning. It's that time to reflect on what's been and to reflect what's forward, what's the year Ahead. It's a time to just reset and reevaluate our goals. It might be a time of New Year's resolutions. Though, you know those resolutions that you set on the 1st of January and then by the 7th of January they're out the window. It might be a time to embark on an exercise regime. And I just want to say, and I spoke to Pastor Lynn earlier, my 70-year-old brother is coming out of retirement. I spoke to him over Christmas, and he's been an ultra-marathon runner all his life, but he hasn't been running for a few years. But he set a goal with Pacemaker, with his dodgy knee, to run a half a marathon this year. Good luck to him, I say. It might be a time to lose those kilos that you put on over Christmas. And during lockdown, it might be a time to spend more time in prayer and to draw closer to God. 
a time to reset a new beginning and to set a new academic goal, to start university, or for us that are, for those that are doing year 12, it might be a time just to focus on getting the ATAR so you can get into your chosen course in university. But often we look at 12.01 on the 1st of January as that new beginning, as that time to reset, to refocus, to look ahead to what's been, to leave the old year behind and to refocus to what God wants for us for the new year, for the next 12 months and beyond. John chapter 21, verses 1 to 17 just to recount that, we would all be familiar with that story. Jesus has died, he's resurrected, he's already appeared to the disciples twice. But uh, Peter decides that he wants to go back to his old trade with his old business partners and go fishing. So he says to his partners, I want to go fishing. And they agree to go with him. So they push out into the into the offshore into the sea and they start to fish all night and they catch nothing. Then as the sun's coming up in the, on the shore in a shadow, they see a figure of a person and a fire. And that voice from the shore yells out to him, have you caught anything? And the, the reply is that they, they said, no, we've been fishing all night and we've caught nothing. And then the, that, the voice says to them, Launch out your nets to the right-hand side for a big catch. So they catch a huge catch of fish that was so, the net was so full that it was too heavy to lift back onto the boat. Then suddenly John realises that it's the Lord and he said, it's the Lord. And Peter, realising this, puts on his tunic and dives into the water, swims to the shore to be with Jesus. And then we pick up the story in John chapter 21, verse 15 to 17, if you've got your Bibles this morning, your iPads, your devices, we start from verse 15. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then Peter came, then Peter, then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus had asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you, Jesus said. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you, then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. For Peter, as he swims to the shore, and after breakfast, he spends time with Jesus, and uh, Jesus takes this opportunity to reset for Peter after the, the, the time that he had when he denied Jesus at three times. And uh, no doubt Peter was feeling uh, pretty empty, pretty uh, distraught. Uh, he was feeling uh, a sense that he had let the Lord down. But then the Lord takes the opportunity to speak to Jesus, to speak to Peter and to reset and begin afresh, to start afresh and a new beginning. And today... My first point is that we can become comfortable 
with what we're familiar with is I just draw from this uh, whole portion of Scripture from chapter, chapter 21 through the verses 1 to 17. We can become comfortable with what we're familiar with. John 21 verse 3 says, Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. Peter was in a time of limbo. He was a time of transition for him as he was going into the next stage of what God had called him to. And he said he was going fishing. He was going back to what he was familiar with. And uh, often we can go back to what we're familiar with, even that time of transition, that time where we feel we don't know what's coming next. We can go back and perform what is familiar. And we had this, this kind of situation when we returned from Edithburg. We went back to the church where we were originally sent from. And we hung around there for 12 months. It was familiar to us when we were there. But it didn't feel the same. It, was, it very much felt like that our time had ended there when we left there. But God was taking us in a different position. We can persist with what's familiar, however unfruitful that it might be. John 21 verse 3 says, We'll come too, they all said. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing at night. You see, the disciples returned to what was familiar. Peter and his business partners, John, they all returned to the old business of fishing. But they caught nothing. It was a time of unfruitfulness. It was a time when the, they, they were in this transition, in this limbo, place of limbo in between what to, had just taken place. They'd spent all these, these three years with Jesus. An exciting time, no doubt. And who wouldn't want to be there just to be walking with that three years for, with Jesus, even if you weren't a disciple, just to observe that would have been an exciting time. But they had this moment of limbo where they didn't know what was next and they returned to what was familiar despite it being unfruitful. It's time to try something different and it couldn't be that God is saying, you have your plans but I also have mine. You see, the disciples had their plans but God also had his plans. John chapter 21 verse 6 says, Then he said, Throw out your net on the right-hand side of the boat and you'll get some. So they did and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. As the disciples had their plans, they went out, to, out fishing. They went back to what they knew. They went out to, to try something old. You know, they were appointed at this very place three years previously. They were appointed when Jesus said, now you'll be fishers of men. They saw the exact miracle that they were about to see. And uh, they were trying the old stuff. They were trying the, the old familiar stuff despite it being unfruitful. Then Jesus comes along and interrupts their plan and says, put the net over to the right side put the net over to the right side. And at that point, when God intervened in their plans, they experienced a time of fruitfulness. And when God intervenes with our plans, we might be going through something that we feel we have planned and that God has put in our hearts and we can make it our way. As Proverbs 16, 9 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. 
We can make our plans, but we must allow God to determine our steps. And that's, that night they went out fishing. They made their plans, but God determined their steps. He determined something new, that he broke out of the familiar, the familiar unfruitfulness, and he caused a fruitfulness. This year, well, not last year, 2020, I was hoping that God would open up the doors back to me and Mark. In 2019, I had the privilege and honor to accompany Pastor Mark to Myanmar with Pastor Paul from the Burmese church. And it was an incredible time. It was just amazing just to walk beside Pastor Mark to see God use him in that situation where he was ministering to pastors. And, and God opened up opportunities for myself to be able to, to minister to pastors as well. And uh, he really birthed something in my heart. And there's some incredible, amazing connections and friendships that started to evolve out of that. And uh, those connections we've, I've kept through 2020 and the hope that uh, we'd be able to get back there in 2020. But it just wasn't to be. I had a plan to go back, but God changed that plan. He used 2020 as a year where I would draw closer to him. And I've got to say that despite the year that was, I've never walked so close with God like I have through 2020. And it's just amazing. And, that, and everything we do must point back to God. The walk that we walk, the plans that we plan, they must always point back to God. Secondly, a new day is dawning. A new day is dawning. But the dark has not yet given way to enough light to clearly see. As we leave 2020 and move into 2021, we move forward into the new year. I've got to say that um, despite it being a new year, there's still that little bit of uncertainty. But I, you can see a new day dawn, is dawning. You can see with the, with the vaccination, you can see with the, the rollout of this vaccination that there is, there is a sense of hope. But I've got to say that we don't put our hope in a vaccination only. We put our hope in a God who brings about a new dawn. And despite it might it may be dark, seem dark at the, at the moment and it might just see, seem like a glimmer of light, there is a new day dawning. John chapter 1, 21 verse 4 says, At dawn Jesus was standing at, on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. You see, the disciples would have been familiar with the sea. They would have been a part of a many generations that fished that sea, who had a business to run on that sea. But they would have been familiar with the seasons of the sea, the, the tides of the sea. They would have also been familiar with nautical light. Nautical light begins when there is enough illumination for sailors to distinguish the horizon at sea, but the sky is too dark to perform outdoor activities. The disciples as fishermen would have understood this. They would have understood nautical light. The nautical light would have been as such that it would have been hard to clearly distinguish the figures on the shoreline. As the sun comes up on a new year, 
It may be a little hard to distinguish the figures on the shoreline, but we can just see the outline. We can see that Jesus is still in control of the new year, that he still hasn't left us. He still hasn't forsaken us. He still walks with us. But the dawn is there, and, and, and as we look through that nautical light, and it might seem we might be just standing still, we can still see the figure of Jesus on the shoreline. However, there is one thing that they distinguished on that shoreline, despite not being able to distinguish who that figure was, they were able to distinguish his voice. They were able to hear his voice. He called out, verse 5, Fellows, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. In the new year, are we attuned afresh to the voice of the Holy Spirit? Are we attuned afresh to hear God's direction? Are we attuned afresh to hear that still quiet voice within our hearts saying to us, Mick, I want you to walk in this direction this year. I want you to put this in place this year. Are we attuned to hear the voice of God? We might not completely see his figure on the shoreline through the nautical light and the dawn is coming up but it's only a short time and the dawn, the sun will be up completely and we'll be able to see Jesus for who he is, for what he's doing. But let us hear his voice through that as well. Jesus may be recognisable at a distant figure on the shore and he may have, we may have to swim towards him. We may have to take that dive one of my favourite scriptures from James is, you draw, if, we will draw, if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us. That's been a principle in my life for so many years that I know that sometimes it's just me playing, taking that initial step, playing that initial role. As I, as I draw near to Jesus, he will draw near to me. And so in verse 7 it says, when the, disciples, when the disciple Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord... When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic for he had stripped for work, jumped into the water and headed to the shore. Sometimes we just need to take that initiative. We need to swim to the shore, towards the, towards the Saviour, towards the, 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 the person, the very person, the God who has the answer for us. Thirdly, it's time to dine with the Lord again. It's time to sit down and eat with him. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you would open up the door and come in, I will come and dine with you. Revelation 3.20 says, John 21 verse 9 and 10 says, When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them, fish, fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. Bring some of the fish you've just caught, Jesus said. The fish were already cooking. Jesus has already prepared the breakfast. He's already prepared the meal for us. All we have to do is go towards it and swim towards it and fellowship with him, eat with him, have that time with him. Our new beginning starts. He's waiting on the shore for us. It starts today. Our new beginning starts today. Verse 15 says, after breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these 
more than these. Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. You get a sense that Peter, in his grief and his loss of hope for tomorrow, as he's going through that place of grief, of feeling like there's nothing else, as he's denied the Lord three times and feels like he's, he's let the Lord down, you get a feeling that all G Peter needs to hear is the comforting words of Jesus, that sense that it's not all over, Peter. It's not all over, despite what's happened, despite 2020. And as we move into 2021, it's not all over. We still have a hope in Jesus. We still have a hope that he will restore everything. We still have a hope that even though we've, we may have lost those dreams in 2020 or they've been put on hold, he's still in the business of reinstating those dreams and those goals and those hopes for us. Several years ago, after leaving Alice Springs, I went through a real time of grief. This was the place that I, I first encountered God. This is the, 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 the town that I first came into that relationship. So it was, it was a significant point in my life where God really reached down and touched a broken young man and restored him. It was the place, the church, where I was given opportunity to flourish, to grow, opportunities to, to grow in leadership and to, an opportunity to, to, to preach there as well and to, to outreach and evangelize and see incredible fruitfulness around that time. It was amazing. And it came to a time where God was very definitely moving us on. And as the years unfolded, it was very, uh, it was very evident that this was a, a move of God, that he was moving us from Alice Springs to Adelaide. But there was a sense of loss that I experienced. There was a sense of losing something and leaving something behind. That uh, at times I felt, felt like I would never regain that. But as I drew near, as I drew near and dug those wells, it always for me has pointed back to relationship with God, pointed back to relationship with Jesus. It's always been that reference mark for me that as I look vertically, everything else horizontally will take care of itself. As I look up to heaven, earth, everything on earth will take care of itself. As I drew near to God and I started to redig those wells, it was a new beginning. I remember going away and spending time in prayer and fasting and just all God wanted from me, in, that was around 2000, all God was wanted, wanted from me was just to sit with him as a son with a father. And it was just to draw near to him. And that was an instrumental moment where it was like God was pressing the reset button. It was like he was pressing the new beginning for me. And of course, and then that unfold, as the next couple of years unfolded, I had the chance to go to Bible college and, and, and um, spend a year as an intern with an incredible pastor. And God opened up fresh doors. He began something new again. It was a new beginning. The Lord will reaffirm and reinstate our future despite 2020. 2021 
is going to be exciting. John 21 verse 16 to 17 says, Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked him the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know that I love you. Take care of my, my sheep, Jesus said. It was a time where Peter was reinstated. It was a time where Peter had his calling confirmed. That it was a time when Peter realized what would take place over the next few years and over his life. It was a time when Peter, we know within weeks, on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell, stood up and preached to thousands of people and thousands of people got saved that very day. It was a time when Peter was reinstated and he was, it was reaffirmed that his calling was still the same, that he would go on to be instrumental in the establishment of the first century church. So the Bible this morning is full of new beginnings. As we look at the, the woman with the issue of blood, it was a new beginning for her. As we look at blind Bartimaeus as he sits on the side of the road and he calls out to Jesus, it was a new beginning for him where he regained his vision, where he regained his sight. And it's a new beginning for us where we can regain our vision and sight. The demon-possessed man at the, at the graveyard where nobody could control him. It was a new beginning. It was a new time for him to start life afresh. And this morning... 2021 is a new beginning for us. It's a time to start afresh. As we enter 2021, take heart that it's a new beginning. It's a new start. Despite what 2020 has thrown at us, 2021 is a new beginning. When God's involved, it's a new beginning. So this year, to apply this, Commit your plans to God. Commit them to God. He, you, we may have our plans, but he always knows the best way forward with those plans. When your plans are from God, he will open the door for us. He will make a way for us. Allow God to make those changes. A new beginning is dawning. A new beginning is dawning, and it's here. And as we enter into 2021, leaving 2020 behind. It's time to reset the button. It's time to refocus those goals, those goals that might have been put on hold in 2020. It might be time just to refocus that and to move forward and allow God to intervene in our plans to make a way for us this year. Amen. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes this morning. You might be here this morning for the first time and you've never had that encounter with God. You've never come into that personal encounter where you've experienced God for yourself. 
lives. Some years ago, I had that opportunity to have that encounter with God when I gave my heart to the Lord. And if you're here this morning, you've never had that opportunity to give your heart to the Lord. I want to give you that opportunity this morning to start a new beginning, to start afresh this morning. If you're here, you've never given your heart to the Lord. The Bible says that He wants to come into our lives. He wants to forgive us of our sins. He wants to give us a new beginning. If you're here this morning, you've never made that decision. We don't want to embarrass you, but if you'd like to raise your hand this morning and you'd like to make the decision to give your heart to the Lord, is there anyone here this morning? And I would count it to meet up with you after the service and to have a chat with you. I count on the privilege to chat with you after the service. Is there anybody here this morning who wants to make that new beginning? Why don't we stand this morning? As we go into this time of worship, why don't you take this opportunity just to communicate, converse with the Lord, just ask Him to direct your footsteps this year, ask Him to make a way for you as it's a new beginning, as we put 2020 behind us look forward to 2021. Why don't we just have this time of worship and ask God to direct us.
Father, we just thank you for your goodness today. Jesus, we love you and thank you, Father. As we go into this new year, Father, we pray that you would just touch every person's heart this morning. Despite, Father, 2020, let them see forward to a new year. Let them see afresh. Let them swim towards you, Father. In Jesus' name.